0: Welcome to the Construction Pals Podcast, brought to you by Blue Tape, your source for the latest in the construction world. Hard hats off, headphones on, and let's get started.
1: And I'm your host, Rick Butler from Blue Tape.
2: And I'm Elizabeth, also from Blue Tape. In today's episode, we're continuing our conversation with two marketing experts from Lanker John Lanker, founder and chief vision officer and Asaf Ari, Partner and Chief Executive Officer. From high-level strategizing to producing creative ad campaigns, John and Asaf have a wealth of experience transforming businesses through careful planning and imaginative marketing.
1: In the first part, we talked about marketing strategies for builders, contractors, and remodelers. If you'd like to go back and listen to that, the link is in the show notes.
2: In part two, we'll be focusing on building material suppliers, dealers, and distributors and how strategy and marketing can build their business. Hello, John and Asaf.
0: Hello. Thanks for having us back.
2: Glad to have you. So uh, first part, we kind of focus a little bit more on contractors and some big picture stuff. But in this one, we kind of wanted to focus on suppliers, um, that sector of the industry. So a lot of the time suppliers, especially medium, small to medium sized suppliers are spending all of their money competing with the big guy. So what would you say to that, that business owner?
0: When you are a distributor or a material supplier, um, you know, with whatever variety, and you're competing with the big players, you know, the first thing is don't, you know, you can't compete with them. On the same level that they're competing with each other. And so don't try, don't try to do the mass, you know, marketing, um, impersonal arms length, uh, approach that they take. You're going to have to build your business on relationships. And it's not just about getting to know people and and shaking a bunch of hands, although that helps. It's about having a process and a, a kind of a roadmap to follow. That takes into consideration the actual needs of your target market. What are their pain points? What are the things that they're facing in their story? Right. That you know. I'll remind us from the last episode that your brand story isn't the story about your company. It's a story about your clients, the journey they're on, and what is it that, or your customers, what is it that that they're facing that you can come in and help them with. And how can you uniquely position yourself to give a level of personal attention and to help solve those problems in a way that the bigger players can't do? So thinking through that market opportunity, we call this market opportunity analysis, looking at the players in your geographical area, the market you serve, understanding what their strengths and weaknesses are, and trying to identify what are the opportunities to solve business problems for our target audience that currently isn't being solved by those bigger players and by paying attention to that and being nimble because you're so small, right? You can make decisions, whereas the corporate bureaucracy uh, prevents people uh, in middle management of any of these other competitors from actually doing anything uh, that's, that's very unique. So that's, that's the first step is to understand what is the market opportunity? What is the unserved need in the marketplace? That if I can just zero in on it with my business and offer a solution that's unique and customized that nobody else is currently meeting, how can I then sort of operationalize and, and create a game plan, a business plan to go after that market opportunity? So if that makes sense, um, there are ways of being a smaller player and having unique leverage that you can use against the Giants. In order to uh, do really well for yourself in the marketplace and grow your business,
1: uh, Seth. Uh, let me let me kick this over to you. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I've got the chucks on the truck surrounding me in my let's say county, my geographical circle, but they could go across the county line to the big box retail supplier. I need that loyalty to stay within my boundaries and attract more of them and not go across that county line to the big retailers. Stay here with me local. Uh, let's get specific on that. You,
3: There's a few things. I, I have a, something that is hyper, actually hyper tactical. Um, Chucks in the trucks like to be fed and bringing events to bring them bring to, uh, and, and I'm and I'm Jewish, but I'll say it because it's a very popular uh, pig roast type events. They love coming to those. And somehow they always hear it from, from word of mouth. And one trade tells the other and they show up. So you wanna that was just a hyper, very specific um, example. But events like this that a big big bucks typically don't do, bring them in, get them to know you, get them to see your your yard, get them to see your materials. Um and then it gives you that gives you an, an opportunity to chat with them and build a relationship with them, right? So that's kind of again, it's a it's a hyper specific, but it's very popular because you know the shop I was involved in it is a shop that was out there. It was not here in the metro; it was forty five minutes away from the metro, and you could tell certain certain people have preferences, right? So y- you you, you want to get them into your shop to get to know you and you do events like this. So they come in, they have a nice meal, they have some drinks, some chips, and they get to chat with you and see, and, and instantly there's certain, there's an opportunity for you to get them as a client, right? Um, that's kind of, again, it's a hyper-specific. And the second part is it's kind of an extension of what John said earlier. It's um, the big box, the, they they, you cannot outspend them you cannot outspend the marketing you cannot out you cannot beat them on their terms It just you're going to go bankrupt trying to do so right so you got to offer something else so you need to make it hyper convenient for them and not necessarily the cheapest or the best terms but something that you're offering need to be different than what the big box has to offer right that is make it very convenient for them, very personal for them, you know, same day delivery, instant deliveries, one hour deliveries, um, you know, unique uh, products that they cannot get anywhere else. Products that get people into the store, and that by coming into the store, they have an opportunity to buy other things. And even if those products are not going to be the most profitable ones, they're the hook to get you know those chucks in because they're very. They're available through your store, and now you open open yourself to sell them on other things and cross-selling. Um, so it's playing on the on the fact that you're agile and you can make decisions that are you know different than what the big box stores could make, right? And you position yourself as a contractor specialist, and the big box is a is a homeowner specialist. You make that, you, you differentiate yourself as We're here to serve contractors and alleviate the biggest pain points for them because as a person that, you know, was a contractor full-time, price is not the only thing. Price is not the only thing. Getting certain materials, getting them quick, um, someone to answer the phone, someone that knows who I am, a text message that I can send someone about a product that I'm looking for. You know, you can't text Home Depot, right? But I can text, you know, I can probably pull up, even though I haven't done it in years. I can pull up some of the people on my phone that uh, that used to do it, and I'll say, "Hey, I really need this or that. Do you have it, or can you get it for me?" Right. So that's how you' gonna attract those chucks in. So through service and through meals, that's how you gotta get them in the door.
0: Well, and, and really, what Asaf is talking about is is finding value adds that you can bring, and and we all know kind of what's happening in the economy. Anybody who's gone into a big box store recently, and who who remembers what it was back like in the '90s or early 2000s, you'd walk in, there were all sorts of seminars going on, and all these value adds, and just about every aisle there was somebody who was an expert at something who could help you with, you know, plumbing or or electrical wiring or you know whatever tools. And, and that's all gone away because the big box is playing with margins, lower prices, lower prices. And in order to get lower prices, now you walk into one of these places, oftentimes it's, you know, there's one person servicing multiple areas. It's almost impossible to get help. Um, And, and you can be the alternative to that you can be the place that offers the value adds and not just you know and and I do agree with the the I'm kind of the I have a reputation for liking to entertain and cater and do you know meals and you know bring boxes of of cupcakes to uh bring bring boxes of cupcakes to to people to um uh to make them remember uh remember me um, but thinking through again, what is the need in the marketplace? And in, I'll give you an example. I mean, there there could be um, a contractor who a truck in the truck who's got a project, and there's something about that project that they've never done before. You know, some kind of uh, specialty material uh, that needs to be handled in a certain way, and you're not quite sure what to do with it. Um, but if your supplier has sort of a, a an expert, kind of like a genius bar at Apple. Just somebody you can talk to and say, hey, you know, let me explain it or um let me give you send you a link and we have a little video about this. Um, that's the efficient way to do it versus, oh, I'll run out there and show you how to do it. I mean, that that can be great. You can do that sometimes, but the way to scale it, especially if you have to do something like that for somebody, don't just go out there and do it once. Go out there with somebody who can take a, you know, use your phone to videotape you doing it. Um, and then put it up onto an expert database that your customers can access when they log in. You have a little specialty training that, that shows them how to use different materials and, and how to do special techniques. You know, it's, it's really all about value add. So personal attention combined with, you know, leveraging your knowledge and education to benefit those people in a way that others don't. And yeah, have some free stuff out there. But then, have a bunch of it. have your better stuff behind a wall that you have to at least be subscribed, right? for for people who do business with you. and you know, they get access to it. So, um, I think leveraging your expertise and providing a level of of customer service that, you know is is currently being eliminated from the big box players because they don't have the they they're trying to you know uh sell on price and they don't have the money to support a bunch of experts on on the 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 showroom floor anymore so value adds
3: i gotta give a personal example uh, it's a it's very it, it's gonna relate from a consumer standpoint not a chocolate truck, truck standpoint so i bought a house a few months ago i um I needed to make copies of my house key. I went to one of the big box stores. I, I interact with the machine. Doesn't work, doesn't make me a copy. I go interact with a human, said, and and after 10 minutes, go from one machine to another machine, yeah, we can't help you with that. I go to the next one, same thing. I go to the next one, same thing. I go to a specialty store. So all they do is is keys. The second I hand him the key, he looks at it and like, where did you bring it from? Said. My house," He said, no, the lock, where is it from? I said, it, I don't know, I just, we just moved in. He said, this is European. I said, well that, well, that explain why I couldn't make it in the other stores. He said, yeah, they will not carry something like that. He, the second he looked at that key, he know that that key is unique. Spent, you know, combined few hours on the other stores, and people will say, yeah, we just don't carry this. Try this guy, try this guy, right? Try this store. But he instantly knew what that key, what it's about, the story. He said it's he said it's from the UK and said it'll make them here. And he happened to carry um that key. And he made me, you know, sufficient amount of copies. So now I can lose quite a few without worrying about it too much. But that's that's the value of being a specialty store. You know, if you're the lumber yard in a small store versus the big box, be the specialty for for what you do.
1: I love that. Um Great analogy, great, great, great story. That that's exactly the differentiator right there. I think people need to hear. Let's do uh, let's do our version of speed dating here, fellas. Uh, a final walkthrough. Let's do uh, just a quick uh, question and answer here on a couple of things. We'll start with USF. Best uh, advice you could give anyone in the construction industry and a bite size answer
3: know your margins know your numbers
1: love it john
0: that, that's a really good answer that soft gave um another one that soft sometimes gives is say no more often another one that the soft talks about again you know learned so much of it i, I knew nothing really about this industry until the soft taught me so he's kind of been my mentor um and another one is that you probably think that you have just one major problem one if i could only have a better website i'd get more leads if i could only do this one thing you know then i'd you know if only i could just make a little bit more margin then everything would be solved and and the answer there is no it's never just one thing there are multiple things and and it's the things that you don't currently see the things under the hood that you're not looking at those are the things that'll do you in and and my one that usually comes from me is um, it's never too early to start really focusing on your brand because your brand is what people believe about you. And there's never a time from the first day you have an idea to start a business until this day where what people believe about you doesn't matter. It matters every day. And so you have to decide who you're going to be. You have to have a game plan to exist and and move forward into that vision and um, branding and going through a branding exercise is one of the best ways to get all that buttoned down.
1: Perfect. So say no, know your brand, know your numbers. Last speed dating, blue tape, walk through right here. One sentence, worst piece of advice in the construction industry you've ever been given. Worst. You can afford that.
0: You can afford that.
1: Yeah. Okay. You can afford that. That's all right.
3: Mine will be, mine will be, um, Don't worry, you'll pick it up next job. Oh, that's it. That's like cancer. That's cancer. You pick it up. Now you never do. You never pick it up next job. You left money on the table. You give things for free and you're going to do the same next job. So that's the worst advice that I ever got from someone who worked for me was, oh, don't worry, we'll pick it up next job.
1: Great. Those two things right there. Wrap it up right there, fellas. Well, fellas, uh, thanks again, John and SF, uh, you know, for joining our podcast. Uh, I hope uh, this motivated our listeners to take a closer look, uh, you know, at their marketing plans and improve them, you know, prove their plans for 2024. Uh, could one of you guys let the folks know how the best way to get in touch with you? I know this will be in the show notes, but would love to just real quick. How do they get in touch with you? Where can they find out more?
0: All right. So the best way to get a hold of us is to go to linker.com slash construction pals, and there'll be some more information there. Uh, We've got something you can download some advice right off the bat. And uh, we always have a little recap video that we post uh, right after we do one of these shows. So that's where you can go to learn about us.
2: We would also love to hear your feedback. If you like this podcast, please be sure to write a review for us. And if you'd like to hear about a specific topic, please reach out to us with your suggestions. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Thanks for listening. And don't forget to
0: subscribe for more episodes like this. For more information on Construction Pals podcast and Blue Tape, please visit bluetape.com.